your mind isn't the safest place sometimes. You know, like the thoughts that you think, don't believe all the thoughts that you think. The, the mind that you have is sometimes not the safest territory. So to be able to pop out of that and, you know, in a way for me to do so very quickly is to say it out loud. Katie, Katie, let it out. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Katie Delbau. I am your host, and thank you so much for listening. If it's your first time, welcome. Go explore the archives. There's a lot of good stuff in there. My podcast used to be called, until very recently, the Wellness Wonderland Radio. It is now called Let It Out Podcast with me. So if you're new, that's the confusing thing there. And if you're an old-time listener, you know the whole story. Hi, how are you? I hope you're having a great day. Wherever you're listening, on your walk, in your car, folding laundry, whatever. I love listening to podcasts as well, especially on walks right now. I listen to so many podcasts, and it's just such a great medium. I love being able to whisper into people's ears, and that sounds creepy, but... Anyway, this week on the program, I have three guests for you. Not one, not two, three people on the podcast. So first up, I have the founders of Soul Camp, my friends Allie and Michelle. And if you don't know what Soul Camp is, you're about to get real familiar with it because we talk about it for a very long time in this episode. And Soul Camp is sweet, but this was not meant to be an ad for them. I just genuinely was really excited to hear about Soul Camp, what it was, how it came to be creatively, how Michelle and Allie came together, because it just sounds so darn fun. And I'm going to go next year to camp, and I'm really excited about sharing what Soul Camp is with you guys, just because I think it's, you know, a great idea and really talks about living in tribe and living in community. I'm not even going to say what soul camp is or or how it came to be because you're about to hear all about that but it's a really fascinating conversation and then Allie and Michelle are really cool as individuals and unfortunately I didn't really get into them as individuals as much as I would have liked to you'll hear a bit about that but I think I'm going to have them back on the podcast because they both really have great stories when it comes to body confidence and just are cool people and we get it we do get into some of that but I would love to talk to them again more so if you're feeling that you want more of them I'm sure they'll be back on the podcast don't worry then after that you will hear from the sponsor of today's show Miriam Pop and she's more than a sponsor this person this girl this woman she is so cool we I met her for the first time as you'll hear in this interview but she really affected me she really hit me hard with something that she shared and of all the things she shared she just seems like a kind beautiful wonderful person who I've really gotten to know since interviewing her and honestly I really loved this interview I thought it was it really helped me out a lot so definitely stick around for the last 10 minutes of the podcast where you'll get to meet Miriam pop she really pops right out of the thought this podcast and you'll love her so Well, let me just highlight the thing that she said that's become like a mantra for me. One thing that she mentions is she was telling someone else, giving them the advice, 
and she said, you know, I've got to get myself all the way together. And that really hit me. Get yourself all the way together. So it's kind of like step it up. Get yourself all the way together. So anyway, you'll hear her talk about that and a bunch of other things. She's really awesome and cool. And that's basically it. So let's get right into those interviews. Actually, I'm going to tell you some announcements. First up, I am still on my book tour. So if you haven't checked out my book, go ahead and get yourself a copy. It's called Let It Out, the same name as the podcast. That's very simple to remember. So, you know, go grab one. It's at Barnes & Noble. It's on Amazon. It's very easy to find. So that's what's happening with that. I'm also going to maybe be coming to where you live. So next weekend, I will be in Columbus, Ohio, doing a book signing at the Book Loft, which is an amazing bookstore there with my friend Simi, who is hosting it. We're going to do a Q&A. And then the next day, we're going to be speaking on a panel at the Wonder Jam, which is this amazing, amazing place. Check them out online. The link will be in the show notes. So come to that. Come to both of those things if you're in Columbus. And then the following weekend, I will be in Chicago on July 16th doing a book signing at a bookstore there. Again, link in the show notes for info on that. And then I will be actually in Michigan the following weekend, I think, doing a talk at a yoga festival. It's called Barefoot and Free that my friend Beth is putting on. And I'm really excited about this festival. I'm actually giving a talk called Make Your Body Your Masterpiece, Not Your Life, which is a cool topic. And I'm really excited to share more about that. So if you're in Michigan, come to that yoga festival. I'm going to be there barefoot and free doing yoga. So come say hi. It's going to be a blast. And then the following weekend after that, I believe, is the first weekend in August, which will be the one where I am in Toronto doing a live podcast episode with my friends Davida and Nikki. So info about that coming soon. But just keep it in the back of your mind if you are in Toronto. Cannot wait to see you Canadians. So that's all I have to say for travel. If you like the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes sounds like a silly thing to do, but I really do read them all. It really helps people find the show. Subscribing on iTunes does as well. And sign up for my email list because, well, you know, honestly, I really like my email list better than everyone else. (laughs) And I, I share more vulnerable things in there. I wrote a email last week where I just got really nice reactions from you guys. It was called, Why I Don't Want to Be the Next Gabby Bernstein Anymore. And it was just a vulnerable thing to share. And I love Gabby, which comes up in that email. But it was just an interesting thing that I shared. So if you want, you know, emails from me like that that are more personal, sign up there. You'll also obviously get info on the podcast and and what's happening and where I'm going to be. And then join the Facebook group. That's a great place to not only connect with me but connect with each other other people listening to the podcast there's a lot of people in there now so um but it's still small enough that it feels intimate if that makes sense so I don't know I really like that Facebook group a lot I changed the name to the let it out squad rather than the wellness wonderland radio so that's just a new thing oh and I do want to mention too that you know even though I'm changing the name some of these like I said were recorded a while ago so in this podcast in particular you will hear me mention the phrase wellness wonderland at the beginning like welcome to the wellness wonderland radio and you might be like wait I thought it was called something else I'm confused what am I listening to but that's what's happening with that and then at the end, I ask the final question about the Wellness Wonderland, and I'm still maybe going to do that here and there, and you might hear that, but, you know, that name I really do still genuinely like. It sounds 
fun and beautiful and whimsical and magical and and it served me for a long time it was the name of my blog it's it's a part of me so if you hear that don't be freaked out it's still me it's still the same show it just will be kind of in and out cycling in and out as I kind of I don't want to say rebrand that sounds so businessy but as I kind of move towards a new cohesive name of just let it out with Katie Del Bout and it sort of rhymes so Anyway, this has been a long, rambly introduction. I will be back at the end of the mini-interview telling you not only who's coming up on the show next week, but also a little bit about the progression of the show, where I want to go with it, some of the guests coming up all summer. I've had some really, oh my god, you guys, ugh, like such amazing interviews that I've done that I can't wait to share with you, and I'm going to kind of tease some of those or, or tell you, I'll just tell you a bunch of the guests coming up, I guess. And just get you excited because I'm so excited. So stick around after Miriam's interview for that. And yeah, this, like I said, it's been long, this intro. That's what happened. I know some of you don't like that. And you know what? First of all, I'm sorry. Secondly, that is why Steve Jobs created the 15-second move forward button on your iPhone. So you can just fast forward through these intros if you don't like them. But I hope that you do, because I really like candidly talking to you. I obviously, obviously, in case any of you were wondering, do not prepare for these. So they're kind of rambly, but I think it's fun. Hopefully you enjoyed as well. Now let's get into the interview. Welcome back, everyone, to the Wellness Wonderland Radio. I am so excited to have two guests in Wonderland today. The founders of Soul Camp, Michelle and Allie, and I have met them in person. I love them both. I've been following their work for a while, and I'm so excited to get to chat with you guys. Uh, thank you so much for having us. We're Soul, happy to be here. Soul Camp loves Wonderland. We're yeah. pumped. Yeah, Soul Camp and Wonderland. Yes, yeah, Soul Camp and Wonderland are like two birds in a feather, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> That's why this podcast needed to happen, because everyone needs to hear about Soul Camp. So let's just let's just start there then. So Tell us, one of you, define what Soul Camp is, and then I want to get into the backstory, nitty-gritty, of how you guys met and how you thought of the idea. I'm really interested in creativity, especially with really awesome ideas, and I think Soul Camp is one of those really awesome ideas, so let's just start there. Somebody define it, and then let's get into it. Okay, so this is Michelle. I will define it. So Soul Camp is a four-day, four-night, all-inclusive mind-body-spirit-sleep-away camp for adults. So, you know, over the course of four days, we bring in, you know, 200 to 300 campers, all all 21-plus, along with 30 to 40 incredible instructors from the mind-body-spirit world. So yoga, meditation, chakra balancing, energy work, cardio, you know, intensati, you know, stand up paddleboard, you name it, um, you know, instructors and they went on the camp. So every um, period, we have a few periods each day and every period campers go from workshop to workshop to class to class. We have about 10 different classes happening simultaneously each period. Um, and it's like an amazing sleepaway camp experience. Everyone, you know, lives together in bunks or little cabins or cottages. Um, we all eat meals together. So it really is a unique wellness experience. Unlike anything that's currently out there, you know, we really wanted to 
create something that was not like sitting in a lecture hall and it was more, okay, you, you know, take yoga with your favorite yoga instructor and then the next period you guys are sitting next to each other as campers together, you know, taking Tibetan bowl healing. Um, so we really just wanted to create this, this universe or, you know, this wonderland where people mm -hmm. could enter, um, and, and really just feel like they've entered a whole another realm altogether for four days and having an experience where everyone's living together and eating together and taking classes together. Um, it really keeps that momentum alive throughout. So we have camps, um, right now in, uh, the East Coast and the West Coast in 2017. We're going to be expanding to Chicago. Um, cool. cool. Uh, Midwest. Midwest. Yeah, <laughs> Midwest 2017. That's my neighbor. Well, you will be there. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in a nutshell, that that is Soul Camp. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like my dream. That is amazing. <laughs> that is so cool. So – before we get into, you know, how you guys thought of the idea and, and how you came together, because I really want to know about that, because that really fascinates me. I just want to, like, pick up on something that you mentioned, which is that community aspect of living together, doing the eating meals together, doing all the activities together and really being part of this community. And I think that's something I've been thinking about personally a lot lately. And I think the internet is awesome for connecting people in this really great way where, you know, I that's how I know you guys and that's how I know most of the people I have on the podcast and a lot of my friends have – I've made really great, awesome friends online. I'm sure you guys, because of what you do, have had similar experiences where I've made great friends and then I do get the chance to meet them in person and we become IRL friends as well. But I think okay. there's something to the fact of being able to have people around you consistently where you're doing things together and it's not – even if you're communicating consistently with your internet friends, I think it's important to have IRL friends who can like bring you soup when you're sick and snuggle you and, and be around you. and. I think that element is the thing that's missing with the internet. And so I just feel like Soul Camp really fills that need where people get that community interaction. Because I know the best times in my life, I was thinking about this today, actually, during like a, a meditation. Actually, I was thinking like in high school, not that everything was perfect then, but I had this really strong group of friends and I was around them all the time. And it wasn't like, oh, who am I hanging out with tonight? It was like, you know, I'm going to call Ellen and Maria and see what we're doing, right, you know? Or, you know, in college it was the same thing. I was always around my roommates and it was just I always knew I was with the same people all the time. And then when I studied abroad, it was the same. The reason I loved it so much was because I was doing the same things all the time with the same group of people. And I just feel like I've talked for way too long with this, but I just wanted to <laughs> reiterate that, like, I just love the community aspect of that and was that – um is that something that you really found found with it? Is that kind of how what inspired you with the idea or just talk on that, I guess? Yeah, 100%. And I love that you picked up on that. So for us, you know, I mean, I, I can say for myself, I know it's the same for Michelle, is that beginning on this spiritual path alone was really scary. 
Michelle didn't have that same experience of being alone, but um, I was so grateful when I came upon a community in person to be able to like bounce ideas off of and like be around and be the, I could find my like, as Gabby says, spiritual running buddies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even today, right, like Michelle and I are lucky enough to live in New York where we can, you know, grab lunch with our friends and see them in real life. But there's something different about being in nature for four days in a shared experience mm. in that connection. Like it's so rich and that's what's missing in our fast paced world. So that's something Michelle and I really thought about when we created this experience of like the depth and the, um, the connection to self and to community and others in the world, right. That comes when we give ourselves space and time to experience things together. Mm-hmm. And, and I really, we, we found how people crave that so much. It's something we, we, we just really need it. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I was just going to add on to that, you know, and the, you know, just to echo what you said, Kitty, a huge part of, you know, what we are bringing forward with soul camp and, you know, one of our major tenants and what we stand for and stand by is the feeling of being part of, yeah. um, you know, just that, feeling of you are included. You know, one of our best friends and soul camp instructors, Natalie Berthold, always says the the importance, you know, relating back to when we were all in tribes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was like to be part of community meant your survival. It didn't even just mean your emotional survival. It meant your survival, period. So that's ingrained in us um, as humans that need to be part of community and to feel not left out and to feel included. And, you know, that's a a major force behind what we want to create with Soul Camp because, you know, I've gone to like the Wanderlusts and and all these different things and I love it. Um, You know, same with like going to Kripalu, going to Omega, going to, you know, these uh, different retreats and things. Um, But there's, there's something about going to an experience and you're all living together and you're being guided through the experience outside of your the classes that you're taking also. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. not just in the classes but it's 24 hours. You're you're really being guided together. Yeah, you're eating all your meals together. We have all our nighttime activities together. And I think this is just a point, you know, we that really is embedded for us because of our own sleepaway camp experience. So Michelle and I went to camp together and you know, we didn't have the best time at camp. We had those feelings of of being alone, of not fitting in. And so when we created this, we basically were like, what would be the camp of our dreams. Like what would it feel like if we were to be a part of, if, if there was oneness at this camp and it's embedded in everything that we do. Yeah. And that's, you know, between the instructors and the campers. Yeah. So, you know, just what Ali said, one of the major things that we talk about and teach is, um, you know, all about the oneness, that there is no hierarchy, there is no levels, you know, that none of that is really real. And, you know, we start with the instructors and, you know, really just reinforce, listen, you know, no matter how many Instagram Mm -hmm. followers you have or book deals you have or whatever you have, all of that is completely off the table and doesn't matter. And you don't even have Wi-Fi. So no one will even know, (laughs) you know, during this experience. And secondly, you don't even know who these campers are. You know, I yeah. love the yeah. the um, example. We had, you know, a camper our first year, Rachel, who is like the number one kettlebell instructor right. in all of Pennsylvania. And, you know, we just said like these campers are your teachers also. They're not 
you know, just people that you're teaching and you're guiding, but you know, it, it, go, it swings both ways. So to create an environment where it doesn't feel like, oh, that person's on a stage and mm -hmm. is therefore not, is therefore not my equal in some way. Um, you know, all of that is removed at camp also, which is really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, I want to live there. Yeah, many people <laughs> say that. Is there plans to expand to a soul camp commune instead of camp, just soul commune, and we all just live there? Soul, been asked. Yeah, we've been asked. We've been asked. It's funny. You never know. Yeah. Well, it's like we work, we work at a um, communal like workspace in New York. They're now doing live-in live, live -in spaces as well. So. Really? No. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We work started a we live. Yeah, we live. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, you know, the need and the want for this type of community all the time is is there, <laughs> is definitely present. Yeah, do you guys think the internet and how connected we are all the time on there, I, I this, this is my opinion, I want to see what you guys think of this while we're on this subject, is I feel like the internet kind of makes a false, it's like, you know, virtual reality that we are connecting with each other, but really... It's just, it's kind of pretend. Yes, you're making real connections, but it's not the same as living in tribes and being around people like we're meant to do as humans, as animals. And so I think we're like getting a taste of it. So we feel like we don't need it necessarily, but we so do to this extreme level. And I think um, that might be part of the appeal of this and of turning off your phone and just being present it just it's just to me it seems like such an amazing opportunity for presence which is something that we so lack I would love if you could talk about that and what it's like to not have cell phone service with all these people how did everyone react to that well we told everyone from the get-go so they knew yeah. you know going right in what it was going to be like but you know it really it you know cell phone um, and social media, and I can talk for myself too. I use that as such um, a shield, you know, for like social anxiety. If any, if I feel any anxiety coming up, or yeah. if I'm feeling like left out, or I immediately start scrolling through Facebook, immediately start scrolling through Instagram. I take myself out of the game in order to like not feel those feelings. And, you know, to be in a place where you don't have that shield and no one has that shield, so everyone's, you know, completely vulnerable, it just allows for a level of connection unlike anything that I've ever experienced before. And, you know, I really think that, like what you said, in this digital age, so many of us have, you know, our limit of 5,000 friends on Facebook and, you know, we're talking to our community all the time. But there's this sense still of loneliness. There's this sense still of, you know, still yearning for more and more and more. And like, we don't really know where that comes from that, like wanting to connect with more people and more people and more people and friends, you know, and it's like, what is that really coming from? And I think a lot of it is exactly what you said, Kitty, that we really yearn for that actual face-to-face -face community. And with social media, how it is, we forget that, you know, it's, it's it's almost like a great false exactly yeah. what you said a false life of oh but I have all of these friends and I'm talking you know all the time and I'm on Skype all the time and I see everyone but there's still this yearning and you know we might not even be aware of what it's for but you know what we really feel is that 
it's that yearning for real connection in a way that we're not experiencing it right now. Yeah, and there's something to be said for just uh, it's, it's you can't even describe it, but the magic that happens, you know, yes, just with one-on-one friends, but also when you're in bigger community. It's like it's there's just something that transpires and it's the thing that can't be named, right? Like mm-hmm. that's 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 touching the universe, God, whatever you believe in, when yeah. when you can feel that between a person. And you know, I just wanted to add, it's like a lot of resistance does come up for people because you ask like, how do people react to that? Like they know going into it, but you know, we notice like people waiting to sign up till the last minute because there's a lot of resistance to committing to something like this. And that's because you come out on the other end, like changed, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, but once people are there, like I'll, Michelle and I always talk about this example and, and this is just, um, we have dance parties at night. This DJ Tasha Blank, she's amazing. And um, the first year, you know, we don't have any alcohol at camp either. And we remember, like, it was the craziest dance party like, I've ever been to. It was so much fun. It was a full moon. It was amazing. And, um, you know, everyone's dancing. We're like, I can't believe I'm sober. And it's like the same thing. Like, I can't believe I'm here enjoying this this so much without a phone, without alcohol, like without the things that numb us. And that's why they're able to feel all of it. Yeah. It's just amazing. And without also, you know, a big part of it too is like without being like, you know, this is what I do and this oh, is yeah, what right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we take that completely off the table. We have absolutely no workshops or classes about career or building your business or, you know, any of that. We that's completely though the you know, that's such valuable, wonderful teachings, but just not soul camp. Um, You know, soul camp's really just all about going inward, play, fun, creativity, exploration, community. And so to be in a place where literally no one is talking about this is what I do and this is my next book launch. Like we, all of our instructors um, are very clear that it's a, a strict no pitch zone. So there's no join my newsletter or, you know, buy, here's my next product. Like all of that is completely off the table. All about service. It's all about service. And we're very, very, um, we have very long conversations with all of our instructors beforehand just to make sure that everyone's on the same page um, with regards to why everyone's there. It's all about fun, which is like so what we need, you know? And I think we all take ourselves so seriously. I had a coach recently say to me, um, not recently, this was like two years ago, but it really stuck with me. And I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I was really like struggling kind of with the things we're talking about right now, community, in-person community, just being so wrapped up and like building my business and my blog and my podcast. And she was like, who would you be if I just took away the wellness wonderland right now? And it was gone and you were just Katie. And I remember just being like, oh shit. Like my whole identity is wrapped up in this. And that was like a wake up call for me to be like, never mind. I'm going to like put this aside for a while. And I stopped doing the podcast for a while. And I like was in between seasons and I like figured out who I was beyond this. And that was really important. And I think our identities get so trapped up into our career and our relationship status. And so it's so good to just go and strip all of that away and just be Michelle or Allie or Katie or whoever. I love that. 
Yeah, and it's, you know, all of us are in this space of service in some way, right? So, and we all are so passionate about what we're doing. And so it's very easy, I think, for us to have our identities wrapped up in that. I mean, I remember years ago, Ali remembers this, like, I would like introduce my, like, there was no separation between me and I am creative, which was my branding agency. There was no, I would like introduce myself as like, I, like I am creative. Like I wouldn't <laughs> even like introduce myself as Michelle. And I, I like was like, I am my brand. I am my brand. I am my brand. And in doing so, I like completely lost who I am outside of my service to yeah. people, who I am outside of that. And getting in touch with that is, you know, such a key to true happiness. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but it's almost like we get such interesting reactions from people, right? It's like, oh, like you wrote a book? Like, oh, you're talking about wellness? Like that's cool. So it, it's easy to like engage in that. It's, it's ego, right? It's yeah. like, it turns into like, yeah, that's who I am. I'm like this amazing, passionate, like really like caring person. But like, no, that like what we're saying, it's like that isn't who you are. And it's, it's really funny this is coming up because Michelle and I just had this talk this week <laughs> of like where we, it started to feel, we noticed the second anything in our business starts to feel um, heavy or draining, we notice it instantly and we're like, what's, what's going on? And we realize like, we're not playing. Mm. We're not having the fun that we're saying, we're saying. So we just scheduled, we have a play dates every month scheduled and mm. each person is going to take turns organizing the play I already for the know month. what we're on. Oh my God, yep. yep. And it's a surprise and it's like so fun. <laughs> oh, I want to know what they are. Michelle, you'll have to email <laughs> me and take we'll Allie so off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, and that's, I like saying that for anyone that is, is an entrepreneur sharing a mission. It's like, you have to live and breathe that. And like, yeah. if you're not just like notice it and pivot, that's all you need to do. It's like so easy to get lost. Nice word. Pivot, pivot, pivot. pivot. Yeah. <laughs> you think of basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jordan, space jam. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's so true though. I mean, it's, I have this weird thing where I, I want people to know about what I do, not only so much as, and I used to talk about this a lot actually, that like I loved back when, uh, before Instagram, I was really into Tumblr. Um, I mean, I still love Tumblr, but in college it was like my jam. And I remember like I would say to people, you can tell, I can tell everything I need to know about someone from looking at their Tumblr. And now it's really Instagram, you know, like I would say that like out loud and I, I get where like I was coming from and it, it is kind of true. You can get a pretty good idea of like what people are into and kind of what their aesthetic is and what their, their personal, we all are a personal brand now, you know, with, yeah. with social media. And so it, it is true. Like you can get a good idea, but it's very curated. It's, you yeah. know, people's highlight reel. It's not necessarily real, you know, it's not true necessarily. Um, and that's okay. Like I, my Instagram feed is definitely not what my day looks like every single day. You know, my Snapchat maybe is closer to that, but like my, it's curated and I do that purposely and that's okay. You know, we want to show, put it, it's like putting a certain face forward to the world and presenting yourself in this, you know, certain way. But I, I remember thinking like, I would really want people to see either my website or my Tumblr or my Instagram so then it was like less work for me when getting to know someone because they could just be like, oh, I see what that girl's all about. OK, I got the green juice. I got the spiritual thing. Got it. I know who she is. Picture. I like they had like a clear picture of who I was. Whereas like that's just who I am 
online or who I was online and getting to know me as a soul and as a person. That's why I think the name Soul Camp is so fitting because you're getting to know each other by your souls, not by your online presence or, you know, who you are in the world. You're really like stripping all of that away. And that's why it just sounds so powerful. And I want to go like tomorrow. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I just, it's something just to add on to that of like, you're, you're seeing the moments in between, right? Mm. You're seeing the moments Mm. where, you know, you're frustrated that someone said something to you. You're seeing the moments of being scared that you have to sleep in a cabin with 12 people. And like, oh my God, there's someone snoring in the bunk. Like, what do I do? You know, you're seeing that you're not the only one that goes through it. And, you know, for me, like that's, that brings me just back to myself. When you remember that you're not the only one, totally. that's, you know, not knowing who they are, like in the, in that feeling moment. like a fraud, who's bawling, like, <laughs> like, oh my God, who am I? I don't even know. You know, like, it's like, we all have those moments and because you're right. Like Instagram's great, but we have to know that that's the curated, um, view of, of everyone that we're looking at and it's not reality, but we forget it's so easy to forget that. At Soul Camp, you see the real, not the real. Oh, yeah. Michelle's so oh, put good. that in the branding. Somebody write that <laughs> down. Yeah, oh, that's, that's so good. Um, yeah, it's it's funny just having this conversation. I'm like feeling so many feelings right now. I don't usually get like this when I'm like hosting the podcast, but I I just really. First of all, I'm just like really happy that this exists and I'm really happy that you guys made this and I really want to go and just be involved forever. And then also like I'm thinking about my own personal camp experiences and I'm suddenly so nostalgic for them. Like mm-hmm. in fifth grade, we did like a fifth grade camp like with my school and I remember being so excited for it and having so much fun while I was there. And then we got to do it in seventh grade and eighth grade and it was the same thing. And like just this really great – there's something about – all having your meals together and all sleeping together and waking up in the same spot. And there's just something magical about that. Whenever I even stay, go and visit friends, I I almost get like a little hit of that, that like emotion of sleepoverness. And it's, it's really just a beautiful, beautiful thing. And my, my, we're meant to live in communities. We were meant to be around people and we live so isolated now. And I think the internet kind of allows us to live isolated with being okay because we falsely feel connected like we were talking about so I'm just yeah I'm just really psyched about this and now that I know more about it it's really cool thanks for sharing yeah beautiful yeah Yeah. so did you guys um I want to take us back to how the idea came to be but I have another question about soul camp so about how many people are at each thing and then you said the evening activities and the meals are all together and then there's the different periods where people kind of pick and choose where they go or different things going on at once give us a little bit more of like the day-to-day so, um, so at Soul Camp East, which is happening um, at Echo Lake in Warrensburg, New York, um, we're expecting 300 campers um, and then about 30 instructors on top of that. And then our West Coast Camp is a bit smaller. We're expecting, you know, between 150 and 200 campers. Um, and again, about, about 
30 instructors. And yeah, you know, Soul Camp, we always say it's a choose your own adventure type of an experience. Everything is optional. So why we while we have so many things going on all the time and so many incredible options, they're they're just that, they're options. And you know, we've had people just spend the entire four days sitting in a canoe in the lake, you know, and not going to anything. And that's perfectly perfect. And it, you know, exactly what they needed. And so um, yeah, like everyone, basically just very quickly, I'll just walk you through. So, you know, the first night everyone comes, gets settled in their bunks. We have an incredible fear burning experience from mm. a professional fear burner from San Francisco. Around the <laughs> yeah, around the bonfire. And then um, the next day, can yeah. you, oh. you can't forget s'mores and guitar time. Oh my God, what was I thinking? <laughs> what was I thinking? Yeah, yeah. And then ever, after everyone like burns their fears and has this incredible experience, we have like, you know, people coming out playing James Taylor and, you know, like the Eagles and all of these songs. And we have s'mores, gluten-free <laughs> and vegan <laughs> and regular normal Hershey's. <laughs> we have like two separate tables, one for the vegan and, and gluten-free. Oh, we, we, when you talk about the meals, mentioned yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I was going to ask, don't you worry. Yeah. I love them. They're, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. And then the next morning, bright and early, Reveille goes off. As you can remember from camp. And everyone heads up to the flagpole. And everyone has uh, breakfast together. And so, like Ali just mentioned, you know, all of our meals were created from Healthy Cooking Camp, our incredible friends, Robin and Quinn. And also, might I add, the first two guests of the Wellness Wonderland podcast, uh, Robin and Quinn. That's yes. amazing. They are soul campers for life. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. such a funny connection. Yeah. So all of the meals, breakfast, oh my lunch, God, dinner, so are so unbelievable. We have like, you know, uh, it's healthy, nourishing camp food, basically. And we have vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free options available at every meal. And we really cater to, you know, everyone's – we just – we understand the importance of feeling really nourished and loved through food while you're going through transformational experiences. So that's a really big part of camp. Um, so everyone always raves about the food. And then immediately after um, – breakfast first period starts so you know like I said there's you know three periods in the morning and every period is an hour long and there is always a yoga class happening down at the waterfront there's always a meditation class you know and a breath work class happening in the tree houses there's always a cardio class going on we always have a dance class happening in the dance hall there's always two speakers you know speaking in our solversation series which is like you know, mini TED Talks, basically. Um, you know, we always, we have intuition workshops, astrology, numerology, psychic, angel work, um, energy work happening at all times. So people be, go from um, every period, they pick and choose what classes they want to go to. And like I said, there's always a yoga class going on. But for instance, first period will be like Kundalini yoga with Danielle Mercurio. You know, second period will be, you know, Hatha yoga with the bearded yogi. Third period will be, um, you know, it's just, it changes every single period, the the type of class and the instructor. Um, so people can go to yoga class every single period and have a different experience every single period. Same with cardio, same with meditation. And, and we're bringing in a lot of creative creative workshops this year. So we're having an improv teacher and a singing cool. and voice teacher. Yeah. And we... We always have Dreamcatcher making and different art classes. Yeah, and Satya from Satya Jewelry. Makes mala beads. Comes yeah. and makes mala beads with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
yeah, it's first period, second period, third period, then everyone has um, lunch together, and then fourth period and fifth period, and then everyone goes back to their bunks and showers, gets ready for dinner, then we have dinner, and then after dinner, we have an evening activity. So the evening activity, I don't want to go into, you know, we're leaving some surprises, but (laughs) they're really fun things, evening activities at night, and, you know, we have a few things going on. So, like, while, you know, one night we'll have, like, a sing-off and a dance party simultaneously to that we have stargazing going on so people can really pick and choose if they want more of a rah-rah-rah type evening activity versus more meditative and contemplative yeah so and everything changes every single day no day is the same we have no minute no minute (laughs) is the same we have different you know we have different classes teachers activities, even activities happening every single day. So yeah. it really is, um, yeah, it really is a different, different, uh, experience every single time you come to a soul camp yeah. and every single time, you know, every single day. So, so yeah, that's what the days are basically like very full days. And again, just to reiterate, everything is optional. So, you know, if people want to sleep in or, you know, people want to go to sleep early, obviously that's totally perfect also. Um, but yeah, we have a lot going on at all times. Oh my gosh. This sounds so much fun. I'm, I know that everyone right now is like going to sign up. So do you have the dates? Can we say the dates? Oh, we can say the dates. Okay. So our New York camp, as Michelle said, is in Warrensburg, New York at Camp Echo Lake. And that's August 24th to 28th. And then our California camp, which is in Wonder Valley in Sanger, California. Between- At the foothills of the Sierra Nevada mountain yes. range. It's in Central California between L.A. and San Francisco, so you can fly into yeah, either. Um, that's October 25th to 29th. Cool. Okay. Well, for everyone listening, the link is in the show notes. Go sign up <laughs> now and get your spot. Woo-hoo. This sounds amazing. And, yeah, everyone listening is just going to want to sign up because I do. It's so yeah. cool. And so, so, well, we did, Katie, just I wanted to say this for the listeners. We have a payment plan offering this year. It's $100 oh, cool. a month for the year. So it's just like per month. Per yeah, month. $100, $100 per, per month. Per month. Oh, oh that's so cool. That makes it really easy. It's really yeah. digestible that way. Totally. That is so cool. I love that. So let's go take a step back. This should have been probably the first thing we talked about, but I really want to know how this idea came to be. How did you guys meet? How did you guys come together? And what, when did you have this idea for Soul Camp? How was it born? We love talking about this. Okay. So Michelle and I, so as we said before, we actually went to the same sleepaway camp growing up. So this was an eight week sleepaway camp, like went every summer for seven summers, but we didn't know each other there because Michelle's a few years older than I. So that's like the first miracle. Like we actually went to camp together. So we were right. like in the same place at the same eight, time. Yeah. And like I knew who she was because you like always look up to the older girls and you're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, they're so cool. But like <laughs> but like she had no clue who I was. And then um years Fif- later. Fifteen years later. Forward, I so I um was a student of Gabby's and in this whole spirit junkie world in New York. And um, I had heard of Intensati and had taken a couple classes and that's a mind, body, spirit cardio workout that is, was created by our friend Patricia Moreno. And uh, intense soul Soul camp camp. instructor. She kicks off all of the soul camps with 
uh, full camp in Tensati, which it's is so, so fun. Um, so she was doing a flash mob in Washington Square Park, and I remember like <laughs> wanting to go. I was like, "That's so cool!" Like basically mobbing New York with love, and <laughs> I couldn't go. So I like looked at pictures on Facebook afterwards, and I see Michelle, this girl in the back, wearing like hot pink <laughs> leggings, and I'm like do I know that girl? And I remember texting my friend. I was like, oh my God, Michelle Goldblum, like my Jewish friend from camp is in this intense Sati mob. Like what? So I friended her on Facebook and, um, you know, it was so crazy. There were so many synchronicities. Like I was doing and still I'm doing design for uh, people in the wellness space. Michelle was leaving her corporate job and starting her own uh, branding agency it's with the same client, same, same exact client. <laughs> so we had some interest. Michelle was like, okay, yeah, I, 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 yeah, tell, I, I like yeah. you telling that story. Yeah. Like, cause I had, like Ali said, I just left like big corporate advertising and started, uh, I'm creative, which is, you know, working with people in, in this world. And I looked on Ali's website and saw that she like <laughs> had worked with Gabby and you know, all these people. And I like, remember I called my mom and I was like, someone's already doing it. And that just shows so where I was at that point. Like, talk about not feeling that there's more than enough for everyone. Talk about not feeling the the abundance of the infinite universe. But I, uh, I like, called my mom, like, someone's doing it already. Oh, I made a mistake. And and then, you know, Allie and I uh, made a date to meet each other live in person at Jiva Mukti Cafe. And the night before we were supposed to meet at Jiva Mukti, we end up <laughs> being in a breathwork workshop next to breathing. An invite only. An invite workshop. only. It was so crazy. Like breathing next to each other. And that's like how we met for the first time. Like we, yeah. we were breathing. And, and <laughs> Michelle, we, we were breathing. We were always in, it was so funny because, you know, Michelle and I just became really, really close friends quickly. And, you know, like all of our friends used to make fun of us being like, like, I remember this distinct memory walking in Williamsburg, <laughs> you know, it was like this cool hipster area. And like Michelle and I are like literally doing camp cheers and like being the corniest people in the world. And they're like, they like look back at us like rolling their eyes like what are these girls because they didn't understand. Yeah, you know? like the camp world, like the camp world that we came from. You know, as kids, like, you're always cheering, you're always making up songs, you're always, like, you know, just making up rhymes, and, you know, just, that's just, yeah, like, that's the world that we grew up in, so it was very normal for both Allie and I to, like, make poems about everything, and, like, like, clap clap, for the waiters, all that, like, yeah. (laughs) It's funny, because Michelle and I aren't really like that with our other camp friends, but there's something, you know, I think just, we believe that we really were brought together for this creation, so, like, we just had that energy from the get-go and then um you know just because you go on retreats and stuff Michelle and I were going on a bunch of retreats and um we were away on our friend Natalie's family constellation retreat and the director of our camp sent out this like alumni newsletter thing and he got an autoresponder from both of us being like we're healing our ancestors like (laughs) in Cape Cod (laughs) yeah and so he was like what is this that you guys do um and he was like hey, I've been thinking, you know, in the off season when the kids aren't here, maybe we could bring like a yoga retreat. Would you guys be interested? Thinking like a 30 person yoga retreat. And mind you, like we haven't, didn't talk, we don't like talk to our, the owner of our camp yeah, a lot. ever. This was just like, he like popped out of nowhere being like, hey, like what about this? And Michelle and I were like, we just got flooded with this 
all of this inspiration and and the energy just we were so excited so we were like, excited oh my god like all of our friends all of our clients all of our colleagues are these incredible teachers what if we bring them to camp and like, and like they're the everyone. teachers yeah like they're the, we like imagine the world we're like what if we do this yeah and what if we do this and because Allie and I went to camp for nine years like we knew how to make a camp. camp yeah you know because like we knew exactly what the schedule needed to be like we knew what camp was like so it was almost just was like so switching out soccer tennis basketball for like kundalini <laughs> you know of course in miracles like it was just like switching it out and making our dream camp yeah so yeah we got so excited and we were like it's so funny like, yeah, things are this. so like digital like yeah. it's like we met on Facebook and then totally. but then we were like in separate area we weren't together when we were taking this call with our uh, the camp owner and after we got off the phone with the camp owner we were like so excited we were like emailing back and forth and I sent her an email like being like oh my god hashtag camp 2.0 hashtag you know adult camp hashtag camp soul hashtag soul camp and Allie wrote back oh my god soul camp that's it. That's, that's that literally the how it and came it was to in me. the first day that we had the conversation, and it would just, it just. We're gonna frame the email conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's going in our first office. Yeah, but, you know, Michelle and I, you know, it was so amazing to witness this, and I loved that this came together in this way because I so believe it. Like everything that we had done up until this point was serving us for, for this creation. So, mm -hmm. like, I was a visual designer. Like, I went to school for architecture, then like last minute switched to graphic design. Like, if I hadn't done that, like, I wouldn't be able to create this logo from the start. Michelle had this branding experience. Michelle knows everybody. <laughs> it's like you want to get Huffington Post as a sponsor great Michelle Michelle can do it and it was just like all of our friends were these teachers it was just it was like wow like everything's given to us yeah and and yeah. I forget uh, Michelle's uh rap shalom when he said oh right well yeah. tell this my mom um my mom had married an orthodox Hasidic <laughs> rabbi um named shalom Sorry, it's not funny. It's, it's true. Sorry, we, and, we yeah. get really excited yeah. and laughing. <laughs> um, and Shalom had said, like, he's like this, like, very, like, profound, you know, man who didn't speak that much. But like, when he spoke, it was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and he said, he was like, sometimes, you know, you don't find your mission. Sometimes your mission finds you. Ooh, and we're like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, and you know, it was just like a, we were creating from such a place of joy. And from the get go, we never were like, oh, wow, this is our business. Oh, yeah, Here no. is our business plan. This is our projection. This is our goal. It was never like that. It was like, oh my God, let's get everyone in a camp. And like, that's always how oh my god let's have everyone wear rainbow and tie-dye oh my god like let's have it was just like so much joy and fun and excitement and when we reached out to everyone to be a part of it like we reached out to like our 40 instructors to be like hi we're creating this thing we can't pay you do you want to come and like and like, everyone and that, said you know, yes. Have like huge audiences, and you were just like, "What?" Like people flew from. And, it was, and yeah. this is such a big lesson for me, just because I'm such a perfectionist. And I remember this email yeah. that Michelle wanted to send out to invite everyone, and she was like, "Slap together a logo." <laughs> she goes, "Slap it together," and I was like, "You don't slap together a logo. That's like not what you do." She's like, "You just need. To, it's just cry just to send out the email." I'm like, "Okay," and then like I sit down and I make this. I I wish I could show you right now the most hideous logo. Logo. It was not. Okay, but it's like tie-dye grass. Like <laughs> I'll send it to 
Katie. Anyway, it didn't matter. This is the whole thing. All of that doesn't matter because it's the energy that you are embodying mm-hmm. that matters, right? So it was like that didn't matter. Didn't matter what it looked like, and it applies to everything. Yeah. But yeah, I and then yeah, and miracles happen. Like when you're operating yeah. from that place of such joy, such excitement, such purity. I mean, we were not like, how much money could we make? Like no. that was not part right. of this at all. Like that, we did not look at this at a biz- no. like a business at all. And you like, know, we had SoulCamp2014.com. Yeah, it was SoulCamp2014.com, which like shows you where our mindset was at with regards to what this was, which was a one-time like thing that we were doing. But we were so excited and so happy that like anytime we reached out to anyone, it was such a yes. Like Ali said, we reached out to the Huffington Post. Huffington Post became our media sponsor and sent out solo emails about Soul Camp to their, it was like insane. We reached out through, and this is crazy. We like, Ali and I had sat together and we were like, what companies have the word soul in it? And then we thought of like Soul Pancake, which is, um, yeah. 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 So, well, like, I literally sent an email to info at soulpancake.com. <laughs> and they wrote back and they were like, our founder, Rain Wilson, is very interested in this. Yeah. Like, let's get, let's discuss. And they became another sponsor of ours. And, you know, it was just like what Ali said. It's like when you're creating and, and the energy that is moving through you is, is really true and really from a place of like joy and, excitement and love and oneness and all of those things such juicy stuff comes such from juicy. that and wait one thing one other thing and then we can like ask any other questions <laughs> it's just, this is so good but you know I would have heard someone talk about this years ago and been like how do I get to that place and like would have been just like oh my god that sounds so awesome but like I'm not there and like felt down on myself the thing is and um, is that like keep I just want to say to that person, if you're feeling that, like, just keep doing the things that scare you. Keep following your intuition. Keep taking one step at a time because everything really does lead you to this. Not that we're at a place because we're not, right? But, like, the place where you're able to open up to your bigger mission. Yeah. And, and that it's given to you. Not You don't have to go after it. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes, it says something to the effect of, like, every single moment, um, every single thing that has happened, every that. single moment has led to right now. And right now is right on time. Mm. And it's like you are listening to this podcast, listening to us, like whatever you've done over the last however many years have gotten you to this second, right? And it's like just remembering and trusting that everything that you're continuing to do is leading you exactly where you're meant to go. And Yeah. Dude, I'm probably that person that is thinking that. So this is, it's so magical. I love how magical that that story was. Thank you for sharing all of that. And I think one thing too that I just want to mention with why it was so natural and why it was so clear that this was right for you is because things were lining up. The universe had your back and it was moving forward with ease. I think when there's struggle, it means it's probably... It's probably not the right thing. It's probably not the right fit. Not that, you know, you don't have to keep moving forward and and keep going. But I think you guys had this non-attachment to the outcome. And that's why you're successful. Mm 
totally. is that non-attachment. If you had been clenching with, it has to be everything. Like I need soul camp to work so I can pay my rent or, you know, I need this to work because this is all I've got. Like you guys are very happy in your lives before you started it. You had your branding business and your design business and you were doing the work for years before internally. And you met at a freaking breath class, you know? <laughs> so I think it like really goes to show, just keep doing the work, keep, you know, and, and that's, I'm, I'm trying to do that in my own life. You know, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do or where I'm going to go. I'm just putting one foot in front of the next, trying my best every day. And some days that, you know, doesn't seem like very much, but you know, some days it, it seems like a lot, but either way, I'm, I'm trying my best for what I can do that day. And I think that that will, this is such a beautiful power of example of like where you can go if you just keep going and then the stars will align or, you know, your old friend from sleepaway camp will find you at a breath class and things will happen and you'll, you know, come up with a great brand. So it's just, it's really cool to hear it. I really love hearing magical stories like this and I'm sure that the listeners will too. Yeah, and I just want to say, you know, because there was definitely such ease, but that doesn't mean that everything was, you know, a, like perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but Ali and I really adopted the mantra from the get go from one of our, you know, from our favorite, one of our favorite teachers, Patricia Moreno, which is, you know, life is happening for you, not to you. So anytime we would have like campers that like weren't able to come or sponsors that dropped off, like, we're not saying that that stuff didn't happen because it definitely did. But, you know, we really believe that every single thing that was happening was happening for us. And we real like, we didn't just yeah. say it, but we really believed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it's so helpful having, you know, being in partnership because yeah. one of us at one time will be in fear and the other one will be like totally like connected. <laughs> and like, so it's so good. It's like, if we, we weren't hitting the numbers that we wanted, we're like, one of us would be like, no, like everyone that's supposed to be there will be there and that's it. We have no yeah. control over that, right? We're doing everything we can. And like we got to bounce back and forth between that, which is really helpful. So, you know, I mean, before this, I was doing design and uh, was a coach and um, and I still am coaching, but uh, it was it was more difficult. So I was I always found it really essential to be in different mastermind groups or different communities to be able to just like say those fears that come up because mm-hmm. they definitely come up um, and be like, and just like say, Hey, this is what's going on. And someone's like, yeah, that's totally normal. And just like, know that it's all going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. I love that. One more question about soul camp before we talk about other stuff. And I just, it was so usually I don't talk about one thing for the entire time, but this is just so fascinating to me that I had so many questions, but I want to know what the experience is like for you guys as instructors, I'm, I'm or not instructors, as directors of all of this. I'm, I'm sure it's a different experience, obviously, than being a camper because you're holding space for all of these, but do you, how does it feel for you guys being able to bring this together? It has to feel pretty good, <laughs> magical, and like pat yourself on the back. Yeah, you know, Ali and I say, yeah, Ali and I say that like we are so lucky that we have the honor of guiding the energy of soul camp forward. Um, and we really get, we really believe that it's, you know, and operate from a place of it's not about us at all. Like I <laughs> will never forget. I didn't even want to put us on the website. Like Ali made us be on the website. Like I didn't want to put Body our, confidence coach yeah. came in and said, no, we're doing this. Yeah. Like I didn't even want to put our name and it really, 
it's so much joy um, in doing the work. But yeah, seeing the end product, we're really in awe. I think that is like the best way to put yeah. it. Like walking around and just seeing everything come together and seeing the transformations take place and seeing the bonding and the new best friends that are formed. It's really the sense of awe and wonder. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'll never forget the first, um, you know, the first soul camp, Allie and I were like sitting on our porch and everything was like, work. like Allie and I like, didn't have anything to like do in that moment. And like Nisha Moodley, who was one of our instructors came forward and she was like, you know, there comes a point where you're, you're juggling the balls, you're juggling the balls, juggling the balls for so long. And then all of a sudden you realize the balls are in the air and they're moving on their own and you no longer need to do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was such like a beautiful like moment of like, wow, we've really juggled the balls like every single day for a year. And to be (laughs) able to like in this moment, let go of the balls and see that the balls are still, you know, rolling, rolling on is really beautiful. Yeah. And I'll just add, yeah, it's such an incredible experience. And it's so, um, I think, Michelle, just uh, both of us have, like, grown so much through this. Um, And I'll I'll ever forget that first year. So after the last night, so we do this beautiful ceremony the last night. Not going to share what that is either. But afterwards, you know, we we said a couple words and we went back into this. Like, we, like, like, ran into this closet and we started hysterical. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) We, like, ran into a closet. And we started crying and we were like, I can't, like, everything, all of those moments of pain and struggle were so worth it to be able to be here in, in our truth. Like this is what we, who we are, you know? And, um, in that respect of like, it's soul camp for me has allowed me to really step into who I am and be able to express and showcase that in a way like that. I never, I just, I couldn't, I always say this, like, I never could have imagined this. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I never could have imagined this. So for when people talk about purpose and, and mission, I'm like, you don't even know what's in store for you. Like, yeah. You can't even, you can't grasp it because you're at a different level of awareness of what that, what's even possible. Right. Um, so yeah, it's been such an, just a rich experience in terms of personal transformation and just like witnessing, uh, how something like this can even be created. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, so inspiring. I love it. I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about something that we talk about in the show every time, um, which is body image. And I know it's... Ooh, I didn't know it. that this is coming. What? No, it's just happy. <laughs> happy. We love talking about body image. Okay, great. Um, yeah, and so I, this is what, you know, one of the questions I ask everyone, and obviously I, I think you guys know a bit about my story, but it's been my biggest struggle, and so this podcast really comes out of my personal need to ask what I'm curious about, and then as a byproduct, much like with Soul Camp, it, you know, helps a lot of other people when they listen too. So right. that's why I ask this question. So I would love to know, you know, where are you guys with that? I know, Allie, I first found you through our mutual friend Isabel's um, online program where you were a guest speaker, which was so cool. And I thought you were awesome from that day forward. So um, I'd love if you could, and you've, you still are a body confidence coach. So I'd love if you guys could both kind of tell your um, stories with body image and, and where you're at today with that. And um, if that even, you know, I don't know if it does, but is that something that ties into soul camp in any way so 
my story around body image. I don't know how. I know this could be a whole nother podcast. I know. I think Katie, I think we need to do another one. Don't you think? (laughs) Yeah, totally. I'll definitely share a little bit, you know, for me, um, how I was sharing about how at camp, like I did feel really left out and I never felt a part of. And a big piece of, probably the biggest piece of that was my body image. You know, always, I was always a little bit pudgy and overweight and was, would look at these girls that to me like had it all together. And I was like, I just felt so different. I felt like a freak. And I, I, I know that word is so strong, but I remember feeling like my body, um, had really let me down. Like I was given like, it's like God forgot about me and I got this like horrible body. And, um, you know, it's just so interesting looking back at pictures and seeing like, oh, wow, like like looking at how cute I was. But, you know, our self-perception really dictates our reality. So um, that's what really brought me to my knees. And I know, Katie, you have that similar story. It was just like, I can't exist like this anymore. And I um, always thought like the answer was losing weight. So I, I'll never forget after college, I, I was like, all right, like I'm not happy. I need to I need to lose weight. And I hired a trainer and, and lost um, 40 pounds. And I remember uh, I got to that place and I was like, I'm more miserable than ever. Like what, this isn't what I thought it would be like. Like I feel so um, insecure. I actually felt less, less safe in my body because men were looking at me in a different way. Um, and I then really got it. Like, this is an inside job. Mm. So I went, I just dove head. I was like, I need, I can't live like this anymore. My life, as they say in the 12 steps, my life is unmanageable. I cannot live like this. So I just dove head first into um, self-discovery and really um, figuring out who I am from the inside out. And, um, you know, that's led me to work with amazing mentors and um, just learning to love my body. And it's, you know, it's always, it's a journey that way I will always be on the rest of my life. But I know that I've come to a place where I really um, understand that my body is my teacher and my greatest asset. And in, in terms of like teaching me everything that I need to know. And I, um, you know, have been able to create bring on a perspective where I can look at myself in the mirror and see how beautiful I am. And that doesn't mean that's every day or every moment. Um, But the fact that that's even possible in one moment is a miracle. So uh, yeah, that's where I am today. And and in terms of, and I'll let Michelle share, but in terms of uh, Soul Camp, how that is embedded. Um, well, we do have some classes and I teach my body confidence classes there, but you know, a bigger, a bigger part of it is the message that I, as I, that I believe in is that we have to start living life now. Right. So, you know, yeah, like we had a lot of women that came that were like, I, I want to lose weight before I come or like, I would never normally do something like this. And we were like, come, come and they come and then they realize how they can have fun and how they can be seen and it's not dependent on them losing weight and so it's not like we overtly talk about that but it's a huge piece that's underlying what do you do when you have a bad body image day or a bad body image moment Mm, really good really good how do you shift out of that I let myself experience it first off. I, I cry and, um, you know, I acknowledge, I'm like, I'm having a body image moment. So now I can like, I know exactly what's happening and I'll actually call Michelle or like, I'll be in front of her. And I'm like, 
I like feel like I just gained like twenty pounds in the last two minutes. Is that is that true? <laughs> you know, I just like have a, I have a chat, someone that knows me, and they're like, she's like, you're having body dysmorphia, and I'm like, okay, like yes, and then I just acknowledge it, and I, that doesn't mean the rest of the day that I'm not in it. Like sometimes, and, and then I'll start applying that to everything, and everything is kind of like off. And you know, for me, it's always been prayer and meditation that I then, when I'm ready to shift out of it, I go to, um, and I just ask for my thoughts to be healed. You know, I just ask for my thoughts to be brought back to love and I don't try to do anything. I just ask. And, you know, now that I've built this uh, beautiful relationship to God, that is just everything to me. Um, it's, it's something that is, allows me to shift through that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Will you say that line again? I ask that my thoughts be shifted to love. Is that how you said it? I ask my thoughts be, be brought. Healed. Yeah, to be healed. To be healed because I'm not thinking with my right mind in that moment. Mm, so good. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, Michelle, yeah. I want to hear your story with this too. <laughs> yeah, well, my story, you know, I actually, you know, I, when I was younger, I was very, very, very overweight. I was size 22 in eighth grade. Um, for my eighth grade dinner dance, that was my dress size. Um, and you know, at, starting at 15, I uh, delve very, very quickly and deeply into the world of eating disorder. So I've, you know, struggled with eating disorder, everything that you could think of for for years and years and years, and hit a real bottom um, that ended me up like in the hospital in college. Um, and then ever since that, it's really been a journey. Um, through 12-step recovery for for eating disorder stuff. Um, and so with regards to body image, you know, like Ali said, with body dysmorphia, that's definitely something that I struggle with and, um, you know, I'm still learning from and learning about. And um, But for me, what has saved me and helped me is exactly what is such a tenant of Soul Camp, which is community. And like I said, I'm in 12-step recovery for um, the eating disorder. And it saved my life being in a community of other people um, who go through similar things as I do um, and who think similar thoughts. And just like what Ali said, you know, to be able to say to someone, hey, this is what I'm thinking. Am I crazy? <laughs> and to have like 30 people in a room being like, oh, yeah, I think that too. You're like, yes, of course, um, has just been so helpful and such a game changer. And for me, you know, when it comes to body image, much like Ali, when the thoughts come in, um, one of my favorite teachers, Thich Nhat Hanh, says, and I love saying this quote all the time, he always says, um, you know, when you have thoughts that are not nice or you have thoughts that are fearful, when they come into your mind, instead of being like, no thought, get away, or, you know, trying to affirm that it's not true or trying to positive think your way out, you know, instead say, oh, come here, little thought. You're so scared. Come here. I love you so much. Come here, little thought. And so really easing into that gentleness and to, you know, when I think these thoughts to be able to kind of pop out from being the thought to being the observer of the thought and then handling the thought with so much love and not trying to rid myself of the thought or um, change it into something positive, but hold it and um, love it until it dissipates. But like Ali said, speaking about it, 
I mean, anytime I feel anything related to eating stuff or I immediately voice it, you know, to Allie, to my boyfriend, you know, to a room in, in 12 step, like it's very important to get that out of me really quickly so it doesn't fester and grow. And, you know, there's some quote, and I'm definitely not saying the quote right, but, but your mind isn't the safest place sometimes. You know, like the thoughts that you think, don't believe all the thoughts that you think. The, the mind that you have is sometimes not the safest territory. So to be able to pop out of that and, you know, in a way for me to do so very quickly is to say it out loud. Mm. I love that. That is so – both of those are so helpful. Thank you guys so much for talking about that. And you're right. I think that you guys should come back and we'll make this like a yearly thing. I'm thinking just like Soul Camp is and we can talk about a variety of other topics next time. But I want to ask one more question. Maybe I can ask this question every year when you come back on the show. It can be our like annual thing. But usually I ask this question in the context of a dinner party. But for you guys, I'm going to ask it in the context of a camp, of Soul Camp. So if you could have five people who are either guest instructors or campers, um, dead or alive, they can live wherever, um, who would you want to come to your soul camp and what would you have them teach or cook or whatever and why? Maybe each of you can pick like two and you share the the third one for each of you. How's that? That sounds perfect. I can go first. So my favorite teacher in the world is Ama, who is a uh, hugging – India, yeah. My mom yeah. is actually at her ashram in India right now for the next month. Um, cool. But yeah, she uh, she's a love bug. And she is, for me, like just the pure example of divine love um, and service. And she lives her life giving for the sole purpose of giving love to the world. So to have mm-hmm. Amma there just That'd like placed in a bunk, <laughs> like the Amma. <laughs> People just like go in and like get hugged. That's, that would be a dream. That would be a dream. Boy, this is the best question. And, yeah. And I think, you know what I think? And this is uh, when she hears this, if she hears this, she's going to love it. But one of my first counselors from camp, Mindy Karp, oh. like, which is not like such a far-fetched wow. dream. She wants to come to soul camp. But, you know, Mindy for me was oh. um, such, a, she showed me so much love at camp and was so accepting of all of her campers and didn't play favorites and was such a love. Um, at, you know, she put us to bed every night through meditation and like taught us Joni Mitchell. And, you know, at nine years old, it was just such a game changer. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Mindy showed me the magic of camp. And so to have her there, um, I think would be really special also. That's, I love that answer. Yeah. I love it. I know. I'm just going to say our shared person. Who? Tony. <gasps> yes! Oh. <laughs> How did I not even think yeah. that first? Um, so Michelle and I, one of our amazing, the teachers that we just really have learned so much from and admire is Tony Robbins. And um, so I know without a doubt that would be the person that we would want to have oh, there. Oh, that's totally going to happen. Like I yeah. can see oh, him It's coming. really like, not that far yeah, away, it's, actually. It's not far-fetched. It yeah. will happen. Um, and that will be a dream when it does. Ask him uh, to come to Chicago and I'll be there. <laughs> you got it, girl. You got it. <laughs> He's freaking awesome. Um, and then I'm just going to name the two people that came to the top of my head. One, um, Maya Angelou. Mm. I think just like, I mean, so much wisdom. And I just feel like there's so many, I just love her po- poetry and just everything that she 
teaches, she feels like pure love to me. And I would love for us, I, I feel like there's something really beautiful about learning from your elders. And obviously she's not alive right now, but that would be amazing if she could have come. And um, Lady Gaga. I don't know that Weird. Yeah, yeah, I need to be surprised by that one. But she is so freaking fierce and, and, and surprisingly really connected to the universe and so um, all about empowerment. And I, I went to one of her concerts years ago, like years, years, years ago. And I remember her hysterical crying. It was a sold out show in Madison Square Garden. And she was just, she pointed to someone in the first row and she was like, if you want to be up here, you could, you could be up here. I was you just two years ago. Like, and it was, so, she was like, you, I, all of the bullying that I went through, everything that I went through, I wanted to be this person on the stage. And she's like, uh, it happened. It happened. And oh, just, just, yeah, it was one of those moments before I even knew that anything, I didn't even know what spirituality was. And I was just like blown away by that. Mm. Um, so I think I would love to have her to show that anything's possible. Love wow, it. I want to like watch that video of her giving that what? speech. That is so cool. Like, yeah, what? she's real cool. And that she would really like take the dance parties at night to the next <laughs> level. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. This was so much fun, you guys. Thank you so much for doing the show. I do have my final question that I ask everyone who comes on the show, and I'm excited to hear your answers. So as you know, the name of my blog and the podcast is The Wellness Wonderland. So when I offer that term to you to live in a wellness wonderland, what comes up? What does that mean to you? Tolkien. <laughs> that's what I figured. That's, Two yeah, words. That's, Done. That's what comes up. That's what comes up. Yeah, like we created our wellness life. Yeah, you created, like, without even knowing it, like, you created a physical manifestation of, like, everything I do with my blog and my podcast. You, like, I'm the internet version of Soul Camp with, like, (laughs) podcasts and talking to, like, most of your instructors and... And, yeah, and you created the IRL version of Wildest Wonderland. So, yeah, let's just leave it at that. And people can, if they like the show, go sign up to go in IRL. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Katie, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks, everyone. So nice talking to you. Woo! So everyone, now I have the amazing Miriam Pop. She is way cool. We just started chatting before I actually started recording, and I am so excited to get to know you more, Miriam. So tell me more about you and how you got to doing the work that you're doing with women and empowering them. You're all about girl power. So am I. Let me just know all about you. Give us the scoop. Oh, I'm just, I'm so excited to be chatting with you all right now. Um, so basically, where do I even start? Um, I was a hairstylist for 13 years and just had so much fun helping women feel amazing about themselves. And as my career went on, I realized, like, I could really help women in a bigger, in a bigger space other than just, you know, making them feel good about how they looked. Um... And on my own personal journey, I definitely had struggled with feeling good about myself, feeling confident, feeling empowered. So I did my own inner work and then just wanted to share that with everyone else. So I created Vibrant Lifestyle Coaching so that way I could 
empower women with tools, tools to feel good about themselves on the inside. So let's make good food choices and have balance in our lives. Let's have really good relationships with the people around us. Let's feel good about where we work. Um, but I just want to really help women, um, you know, attain their dreams, live that dream lifestyle. And um, that's been my personal quest. And I feel like we should all have that. We should all feel confident. We should all feel empowered. Um, and yeah, girl power. It's corny, but I'm a kid of the 90s. So Spice Girls. Let's yes, me too. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. So you are you are so cool. So when you were doing hair, take us back there. Did you find that you were kind of life coaching and image consulting back then while you were doing people's hair just through the conversations you were having? Just through like, it felt like more than conversations. It was the relationships I was building with these women. Um, I would have clients who would come back to me and be like, you know, the last time I saw you six weeks ago, this happened. And I would think to myself, what would Miriam say? And it became a joke, but it really felt good inside to know that like, I was helping people. Um, you felt great, but you also thought like, you know, Miriam, Miriam encouraged this or Miriam gave me this advice and it worked out and it made people feel good. And that's what I really, really wanted to get after. I was like, okay, you've got a banging haircut, but you also are getting after life and you feel good about it. Yeah. Oh, that is so cool. So now I love your tagline. It's your last name is Pop and your tagline is Let's add some pop to your life with two P's, which yes, is girl. so cool. So you do image consulting, holistic health coaching. You talk about stress management. How do you help women now? What are some of the ways that you've worked with people? What are some of the results that you've seen? Take us up to the present. Okay, so right now I have one client that I can really think about who um, was coming out of a tough breakup, and she just felt lost. And so one of the things we really, really worked on together was just defining what her truths were. Um, you know, coming out of a breakup where our heads are just so foggy and crazy and there's so much happening. And I think we forget what really matters to us, what matters, what speaks to our hearts. Um, and so that was one of the things that, oh, it just made me feel so good knowing that she could go forward after this breakup and she's doing awesome by the way right now like hey girl <laughs> doing awesome but just knowing like these are things that i want and these are things like i think sometimes we think the things we want we can't necessarily have we can have it all we can have every little thing that um our heart desires in a healthy good way um and so that was that was one story that just really um, has made me feel kick ass and just really happy for this client, just knowing that she's going out there in the world post breakup, which can be scary and, um, mm -hmm. living in her truth and really just saying, okay, this is what I want. This is what I deserve. And she's getting it. Like she's, she's not that puddle of, of tears that she was a couple of months ago. So that, that's one client that, um, really speaks to me. I have another client who, um, right now, we're really working on having her feel good about not just herself, but her food choices. She's coming out of some just like messy thought processes as far as how she should look or what she should be eating and just really preaching balance 
um, letting her know, you know, you can you can live your life and still be healthy. You can, I always say, you can have that biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we we can do these things. Um, and so right now they're just, I just love knowing that we can we can remove the guilt mm-hmm. uh, and feel good about our decisions. Yeah. Guilt will hold us back more than anything else, and it's worse for us than the biscuit or anything you could possibly eat. So, like, enjoy I, that time with your girlfriends. Yes. It's okay. That's what's gonna. That's what's gonna bring you through your tough times. Yeah, and it's going to fill you up. We couldn't agree more. That's fantastic. Um, so, how did you get into this new way of thinking and this really? exciting way of thinking and being in the world that you now help other clients with how are you always just this wise and enlightened (laughs) uh no (laughs) um so I definitely you know as a teenager um didn't I just wasn't brought up with the right tools as far as um confidence and self-talk and um, just processing and dealing with the things around me. And so going into my twenties, um, I partied a lot like everyone else, uh, stayed up late, uh, ate whatever, um, was just kind of all over the place, living, partying. Um, and then I hit, (laughs) I always laugh at this. It was like a day before my 29th birthday. And I just kind of woke up one day and was like, oh girl, we got to get this all the way together. (laughs) I had worked with a life coach in my mid twenties who really helped me get what I say, like my mental together. Uh, I started to learn those better coping skills, stress management. Um, But what was really missing for me was just how to how to treat my body well, how to eat well, how to exercise, and to take all these different components, the stress management, the eating well, the exercise, and creating balance in that place. Um, so I kind of went on a mini quest that ended up, I competed in three fitness competitions, so I'm talking not balance, not, not a lot of balance, uh, yeah. It got it got a little messy. It got a lot of messy. And then coming out of all of that, I ended up uh, in school for holistic health and wellness. And that's kind of where I found the balance. Um, you said the wisdom. Uh, but that's how I kind of created my, my whole picture. I kind of took all my ups and downs, um, added in a whole lot of knowledge, and then that's where I got to this place where I feel empowered and I want to, I want to share that. Mm. Wow. That's so inspiring. I love that. And I love what you said all the way together. I got girl, I got to get this all the way together. I love that so much. <laughs> Cause I think it, I think a lot of us can relate to that. You know, it's like one area of your life might be pretty together. You might feel like you've got your shit together there. And then another area might be in disarray. And I think, that's okay. I think that that's natural and, and normal, but I think focusing on or at least attempting to try to get yourself all the way together is where the goal is. And just knowing that, like, all right, this area might be doing fantastic and we're hitting it out of the park in career, but relationships, not so much. So focus a little bit more on relationships and career might not be as great for a bit, but that's okay. It's about finding that balance and working towards the balance, even though I think true balance is kind of a myth. 
Yeah, I I like to think of like like a seesaw. You know, you you some areas will get a ton of love and attention. Another area might fall off a little bit, but I feel like we all have that that center, that grounding. Mm-hmm. So as long as we work on that grounding, work on um, feeling centered in the midst of all of this, it's okay. Yeah. I feel like this is what I tell clients a lot of the time is it's okay. And, and we need to be okay with being okay. I think a lot of times, um, a lot of times when we're just kind of chilling and life is coasting along, uh, we think, oh, I need to be working on something. There needs to be something happening. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. I think you are so cool and we are so on the same page and you're very, very wise. So tell people where they can find you. Where can they get more Miriam pop in their life? That's right. Where can we add some more pop to our lives? Yes. Um, so you can find me on Facebook um, and Twitter, both under Vibrant LC uh, for Vibrant Lifestyle Coaching. Um, my Instagram is it's I-T-S Miriam pop. Um, and that's where I'm at on the web. And, uh, Love it. Come on by. Come on by. Cool. So new final question that I'm asking on the show, and you're the, actually the first person I'm ever asking this to. Woohoo! So the name of the podcast is Let It Out with Katie Dilbout. So when I ask you that, what are you wanting to let out that maybe you've been holding inside or you have just been excited recently to let out? What's been on your mind that you want to let out right now? Go for it. Oh, girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, that's loaded. What do I want to let out? Um, you know, personally, I've been having to re- remind myself that I'm a badass. Yeah, you are. Let's out to the universe. Like, girl, I am a badass. Let's do this. Um, and that that's really been on my heart the last couple of weeks. Cool. I love that. That is so cool. And everyone should remind themselves of that listening. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And let's be friends. I'll talk to you soon on the Internet. Awesome. All right, you guys, there you have it. Two amazing interviews. Check out Miriam. Check out Soul Camp. And I love you. You guys are awesome. I just want to say that this summer coming up at the podcast, you can expect some really long conversations. So I'm talking over an hour and a half. I'm talking over two hours. I'm talking close to two and a half hours because those are the podcasts that I like, to be honest with you. I like listening to the Pete Holmes show where it's two, sometimes pushing three hours long, and I can get a lot of walks out of it and a lot of long drives out of it. And I really get to know people. I think people don't really get comfortable on the podcast until about a half an hour to an hour in. So that's what you're going to hear this summer is really long conversations. I'm going to have comedians like Beth Stelling on the podcast. She's an amazing comedian. Just look her up and then you'll get to know her on the podcast. I also had an interview with Alexi Wasser, who's so cool. She has the blog I Am Boy Crazy, and again, you'll get to hear about her. Next week on the podcast, I have Galia Barkhole, who is a filmmaker and an actress who I'm so excited about. Josh Radner. Yeah, Josh Radner. 
oh my gosh, he made my favorite movies and he stars in them. And he was unhappy, thank you more please, obviously, because he made that movie. And then what I was trying to say was, How I Met Your Mother. He is the guy trying to meet the mother. So anyway, if you guys follow me on Snapchat, you've seen me gush over these people that I've had on the podcast lately because I've been doing these interviews. And I'm just really psyched about them. So get excited. They will all be airing sometime soon so just make sure you're subscribed and on my email list and in the facebook group and share this podcast with a friend because i really want it to get better and grow and i want to step up my game i want to get my life all the way together you know get it all the way together all right i really have to go but i love you guys bye